I'm Stephen John Drew from Better Podcasting, a podcast about podcasting, part of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find fantastic geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Lovely people in internet land, and welcome to episode 102 of Game Life Balance Australia. I'm your host, Robert Bailey, and I'm joined as always by the puppeteer who operates the arse end of Snuffleupagus on Sesame Street, AC Andrew AC Yoshimura. How dare I massacre your name? Oh, that's okay. How no dare I? no more than I've massacred um, Snuffleupagus's arse. You know there's an art to that? <laughs> it's it's you need you need 20 years of professional ballet. Mm-hmm. To be able to do Snuffleupagus's ass, you think you, you think that that saunter that he he walks into yeah, frame, that, you think yeah. that just happens naturally? No, that sexy swagger. That, that is training. That is me naked underneath. That <laughs> well, my butt it, is attached it? to his butt. I guess and that's where the puppeteering comes in. It gets humid in there. You need to wear speedos and little else. Oh no, there's there's no speedos. <laughs> puppeteering stuff. is all done by my ass. <laughs> just me waddling in. Sometimes the the front guy isn't even in there. That's, it just, yeah, he just he looks deflated. When are they going to change to like CG for every for Sesame Street, and that's going to be a dark and grim day? Oh, like, they won't. Dark and grim. They won't because uh, <laughs> because it's Jim Henson, and yeah. he just he just totally you know he liked puppets. Fair. I have seen, there is one segment at least on Sesame Street that is CG. Oh, I'm sure there are now, yeah. but I, I don't think you can ever get away from from Jim Henson's original dream of yeah. Snuffleupagus's ass, imaginary ass. Because Snuffleupagus was originally imaginary, mm-hmm. uh, and only Big Bird could see him <laughs> until, uh, it, and because he, all the kids would go, oh, he's not real, he's an imaginary friend. They would wander off, and then Snuffleupagus would wander on. Oh, okay. Uh, it wasn't until, like, many years later that people actually started seeing him and going, well, Big Bird isn't crazy. Maybe we shouldn't have had his so- committed. <laughs> so Big Bird suffers from, like, delusions, psychotic delusions. That's what everyone thought. <laughs> Snuffleupagus keeps telling me that you're against me. <laughs> <laughs> I need to kill and kill again. He told me that if I get if I get another vaccination, the government will control me. <laughs> that's uh, uh, that's probably where it's all heading these days. Yeah. Look. All right. Well, I'm fascinated with your, your Sesame Street insights, and uh, that's the new segment we have. On Game <laughs> this Life is Balance gonna this is gonna be the Jim Henson podcast going yeah. forward. That that's got to exist. The Jim Henson minute. Well. There's got to be a podcast, a Muppet podcast out there. Oh, I'm sure there is. There's a, there's a lot to talk about with the Muppets. Yeah. An, like an ongoing a, amount Like as a well. six-hour Dark Crystal super special or something. And I'd listen to that. <laughs> I bet I, you would. The Labyrinth? Oh, my God, the Labyrinth. <laughs> there is there is like an hour just on mm-hmm. on David Bowie's Bulge alone. <laughs> they got to jam a bunch of rats down there. No, they have mathematicians <laughs> on there saying talking about how it's possible. Okay, so speaking of bulges uh-huh. and multiple characters who uh-huh. are in fact the same character, yeah. today we are going to be talking about Super Mario 35. So I thought we were only going to be covering like 
two-player games on this podcast or something? Didn't we have a business meeting mm, about that a while back? <laughs> yes. Seem to recall. Well, two-player or multiplayer games. Oh, okay. We're going to spread our wings doing. a little bit. Okay. I really wanted to talk about this game. Stretching the definition. A little, yes. That's uh, all right. From I'm... two to thirty-five. We'll let this one pass out. the keeper. Well, look, it's not a one-player game. Let me put it like that. Mm. It is a, um, it's a battle, basically a battle royale mm. that you you play online. Mm-hmm. You don't know who anybody else is, except they're all Mario. Mm. That's it. And there's thirty-five of you, including yourself, and you're all playing Mario at the same time. Yep, Mario One, Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. Uno. <laughs> and OG Mario OG Mario well OG Super Mario sorry the press club's here snapping some photos but, uh, <laughs> so uh, get away from us like just because we're famous yes caparazzo like, <laughs> we are very handsome they're people always though. trying to get shots of me naked when will you stop paparazzo okay when will you stop podcasting naked that's what that's the million dollar question when, look it helps it gives me powers <laughs> sexual powers <laughs> done right <laughs> See, after, uh, after a hard night of podcasting with you, AC, there's nothing that I get home and I'm... Um, anyway. hard um, night of podcasting. <laughs> very hard. So. Rock hard. <laughs> so, Super Mario 35 uh-huh. um, is actually free if you are signed up to uh, Nintendo Online. Ah, fantastic. In Australia, at the, currently it's like 35 or $30 a year, I do believe. That's not too much. No, but... Like, Netflix is like 8 bucks a month or something. Yeah, look, it's, it's not a lot, but also you have to remember that um, Nintendo's not good at the internet. However, this is kind of an exception. Mm. This game does work very well. Um, they have like occasional things that work really well, like like um, Mario Maker, Mario Maker, and which you, know, you don't really need to be Tetris super ninety nine. People play. seem to think that works well. Tetris ninety nine is really good. Uh, Splatoon okay. works really well. Yeah. So they have like I think the reputation of being bad at online is like. Mm. Okay, so here's where I've got to stop you with Super Mario Maker. Uh-huh. In Super Mario Maker 2, there yeah. is a, a mode where you can have four people in a map at the same time, uh, okay. and that failed miserably. It's, it's so broken. Okay, yeah, all right. People only won because, like, everyone else dropped out because the, the lag was so terrible. <laughs> okay, and I know you had trouble playing um, Final Fight or whatever it was, or Str- Streets of Rage, Rage sorry. Yeah, yes. so. Yeah, massive so, problems with right. that. Maybe code. I'll just say that. In very limited uh, in Limited bursts? Yeah. They they're can, good? They can get it right sometimes. They can. So the rules for Super Mario 35 are there's 35 of you. You are playing through the levels and not necessarily in order and often replaying, especially the first few levels, 1-1 one, one and 1-2, one, mm-hmm. multiple times. Um, when you kill an enemy, that enemy will appear on someone else's screen, like yeah. junk. Like, like in Tetris, if you got a line and yeah. junk appeared in another person's screen. Yeah, so basically yeah. you kill a Goomba, it'll go to one of the other 35 people. Now you can target that. You can say it's uh, random or the highest coins or lowest time or highest time or, um, or people who are attacking you. I think those are the four choices. Mm. And uh, the... The real doomsday part of this, the thing that makes you panic is that you have a countdown timer. Yeah, yes. It starts at about 40 seconds, I think. It's quite arcade It reminds me mm. of like, um, I don't know, uh, Daytona or something. Like, you got to keep getting little top-ups of your time, otherwise you're out. Yeah. You know? um, and the way you get top-ups is mm. that you ha- you stomp on enemies. Mm-hmm. You kill those Goombas. Send them to hell. Yeah. Well, send it to someone else's hell. That's right. Someone, someone else's screen. Some, some people say that hell is other people's video games, and I and, agree with that. Well, yeah. Especially if you're playing Doom, I suppose. That was like a much better joke than this podcast deserves. But anyway, <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> so, look, it's a, it's a very... Um, 
Look, it's a very fun game. Mm-hmm. I've really been enjoying it. Uh, the one of the problems with this game is that it only is online until March 31st next year. So it's got a limited lifespan. That's weird. It is. So a use-by date. And then what do they do? They just chuck that in the bin. I, they, they turn the service off. Like, wow. As far as I know, there's no in-game currency uh, like or in, in-game purchases or anything like that. that. I kind of love that sort of like... I mean, talk about... Nintendo loves artificial scarcity. Or it's taking it to a whole new level. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't buy this game. <laughs> yeah. And you can't, like... You can't come late to the party either. Like, buy your Switch now, basically, they're saying. Yeah, basically. Like, if you want to get in, now's your chance. Yeah, yeah. Ching, ching. Come on. Wow. Uh, so, look, <laughs> it's it's 35 because it is the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, I was wondering why 35. I, I was thinking that mm. perhaps they just, you know... We're trying to make it work with more players and decided that 35 was like the sweet spot or something. But okay. Uh, I think in this case, it kind of is because yeah. any more than that would possibly go on way too long. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. It's like with Fall Guys, I think mm. like 60 players or something or 70. And they, they tried to do more, but they found that it just got too crazy. Like, yeah. It just stopped being fun with more people than that. So they like set the limit based on what's fun, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like, you can die in every normal way, you can die in normal Super Mario Brothers. Uh, you can fall down a hole. You can get killed by an enemy. Um, jump into lava. Like, jump into lava. Um, it just about all the other ways. Get fish up the ass. Uh, the countdown timer is running. Yep. And there are more enemies because people are sending more enemies. Now, often enemies, as people get further and further into the game and play new levels, and mm. once again, they're not in order. Yeah. Um, levels uh, enemies from different levels will suddenly start to be appearing in your level. Yeah, it's very so, disconcerting. Yeah. So all of a sudden, Bowser, like. King Cooper himself. He's been walking through one one, and then Bowser just yeah, he's just there, fire at and he, he'll just keep firing at you. Yeah, even from off screen. That jerk. So the best idea to do is always get the fire flower and retain it for as long as possible. Yeah. If you get hit, you'll go down to normal uh, big Mario, and then hit again now down to normal Mario. Mm-hmm. In original Super Mario Brothers, you just go from fire flower to small Mario. So yeah. they've made some concessions. The physics are very very similar, but they are a little bit different. Just a they've tiny been tweaked. Bit off. Yeah. I'm, it's obviously they've done a few things to make this work over multiple platforms. It seems like it's a little bit like I remember jumping directly up. And there was a block above me hmm. and tapping left, tapping right or left and like just managing to nudge past it and get on top of that block. You can still do so that. So you can do that kind of stuff still. Yeah, that um, is, that's still possible, which is good. Like, so, yeah, I think if you play a lot of Mario, you might. People have said that about about like um, All-Stars and stuff or, or um, more recently Mario Maker that like it, the physics are a bit off from the original games as well. I don't know whether um, you'd call them off, but they are a little different. And hmm. to a person who has played... Um, you play Mario World every year, right? Like yes, uh, but Mario World physics are different again, again. Well, yeah, like, yeah, 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 no, it's a, the very first Mario physics are quite are very noticeable in the way that they control mm. and like this, like Mario isn't terribly squirrely, but he's a little bit squirrely. Yeah, and so a, a little little things like that um, are noticeable because I usually complete uh, the original Super Mario Brothers once a year as well. So okay. yeah, it's the ritual. Yeah, um, sometimes I'll just go, I can I still complete this? And it turns out, yeah, I can still complete this. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that with like with uh, Alex Kidd, but to, with, with much less enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> I think I complete Alex Kidd like once a year as well. Yeah, I would go back and just be like, I can do this. And get, you can. We can that, We can still do it. Get the moonstone or whatever and off you go. Yep. Kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. That's so, a different game. <laughs> so you, you played this for the first time tonight. I've yeah. been playing it for the, the last week. What were your thoughts on playing this? Well, it was fun. I think... Mario 1 is a fun game to play, so I'm happy to play it anyway. But yeah. I, this gives you more more reasons to come back to it in a way. Mm. And 
Um, the junk dropping is fun. Like, you know, you'll be playing 1-1 and it feels very familiar to you. And then all of a sudden there's just a bunch of Goombas there that you're not used to seeing or... And then as you get later into the game, yeah, the fact that there's disconcerting things can happen, like the fish, the bloopers or whatever can appear on a level where there's no water and stuff like that. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it adds something, doesn't it? Mm. Um, and I think the same about the timer, there's a strategy to the metagame, you know, like... There really is. Apparently, and I've only really scratched the surface of this, but you kind of want to like focus on getting time early on, build up your time by jumping on enemies because that gets you time. And then later on, you kind of want to get coins because coins give you, you can spend 20 coins to get a roulette wheel of like power-ups. Um, You'll and- either get a, um, a mushroom, mm-hmm. a fire flower, a power block, which kills every enemy on screen mm-hmm. or an invincibility star. Yeah. So you're guaranteed to get one of those. If you're already fire flower, like you don't want the first two, obviously, mm. Um, but if you are just kind of small or big Mario, then most of those are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because late game, you want to have the option to pull out a power up because, you know, Bowser might be dropped on you or something mm-hmm. like that. And so there is some strategy to it. I think, yeah, it, it seems fun. I wonder though, if you don't have the nostalgia, would you like it? Like you and I are both, you probably way more than me, but we both have nostalgia for, for Mario Brothers. Yeah. Uh, I wonder sometimes whether a, a, like an 18 year old picking this game up would would enjoy it as much as you and I do. I don't know. That's a good question. Mm. Um, I think there is, a, there is a certain amount, or there is a certain timelessness to Super Mario Brothers, yeah. and Super Mario Maker has shown that, and because Nintendo will keep offering the original Super Mario Brothers pretty consistently over many like, platforms. Like, it was off. on it was on the original Famicom, or Mm. Um, NES yep. and Super Famicom yeah, NES the, Mar- the, the, the you know what was it called um, All Stars yep. and then uh, uh, it was on there was an All Stars version for the Wii the there was GBA. Super Mario there was, there was one for the GBA as well yeah, yep yeah. Um, there was even I think you could unlock Super Mario Brothers in like um, Dobutsu Mori um, what do you call it in English um, Animal Animal Crossing Animal Crossing yeah yeah um, for the GameCube, I think that was might be, have been one of the unlockables um, mm, mm. for like the NES. So it's been on many. There are many ways you can still play that game, mm. and you can still get it on. Like they have the virtual, not the virtual console, whatever it's called now, but this with the Switch thing. Yeah, um, was it? I can't remember what name. Yeah, no, the Ninten- Nintendo Online NES emulator has yes, that as well. The so it's been yeah. on like in one form form or another on most. Mm. But not all of the um, yeah. So you can go and find consoles. It. It's very easy to find. Like if you're 18 and you're like, I've never played this game. Like you just have to put mm. in like a little bit of effort, and you can find it. Yeah, very easily. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and you know, it, it doesn't look the best, but it still plays very well. Mm. Mm. Um, because yeah, it controls, it, man. It just controls. You can feel Mario. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, look, there is a lot of strategy behind this game. Mm. Uh, you can just play normal Mario. You don't necessarily have to get to the end as quickly. As you think you do? That was my mistake. I thought that it was like a speedrunning thing. Like, because mm. I see the timer and you're like, well, the faster I do this, the better. And that's kind of how like pro Mario players, the real, the really good Mario players, they just fly through the levels really quickly. So I thought that's what was required of me. But actually, it's not really like that, is it? It's- no, you need to stomp on a lot of enemies to yeah. get more time. Mm. You need to get the fire flower. So you, you can shoot. Now, the way you get time kind of depends. Like, if if you jump on one enemy and you don't touch the ground and jump on the next, you kind of get a multiplier. Yeah. You so you get kind of two, them. then three, then four, then five, then six seconds, and that kind of adds up pretty quickly. Yeah, you can get, like, a minute pretty easily. Doing yeah. That, you know, yeah. And uh, um, 
if you use the fire flower though and kill enemies, which is like the easiest way to kill an enemy, you Just only get, get like one second. So it's only really worth doing that if it's like a big clump of them or something. If you're in a hurry. Yeah, if you're in a hurry to get somewhere or yeah. get out of the level or, you know, kill Bowser or something like that. Because so. like the pro move is to jump on the heads or to use the turtle shell to like, because again, yeah. there's a multiplier with the turtle shell. So it goes like two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, like as you go. Yeah. Um, and that... I, there's just lots of little clever bits in here, which means that there's no one strategy that's going to win you. Mm. Like, you do, you will need coins because there's going to be so much stuff on screen that you are going to get killed at one stage or you're, like, like powered down. Yeah, you'll need those power-ups to bring you back up to yeah, where you were. Yeah, you will always need time. Although, after you, you can only get a maximum of 400 seconds. Mm. So, yeah. It's, you need you some amount of time, but time is not... After a while, yeah. And as you get down to five players, you'll hear the and everything oh, will wow. start going faster. The time will start going down quicker. Oh, wow. Okay. And of course, there's enemies flying over there. I was going to ask you what they did for yeah. the end game. So that's interesting. Yeah. So, and when it gets down to two players, it the, the time is just screaming down and there wow. are different way strategies to have in all of these different places. Wow. Now, the most I've ever gotten to is third place. Okay. So you've experienced the, the panic, the sheer terror of there is of and i was so game. angry because i died of my own accord like i accidentally fell down a hole <sighs> and it's still so easy to do yeah like you think oh 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 yes i survived all those enemies and then you just skid a little bit too far and just go plop and you go no because like to be clear that's how you go i mean that's it's still just one life yeah so jumping through down a hole will is yeah. will end your game very quickly and it's only about 30 um, seconds between games so you like, can it's, it's it's pretty easy to get back in. Yeah, and that's important for these kinds of games, I think, is to have that instant gratification of, like, again, kind of thing. Yeah. Because, um, if you wait too long in the lobby, it can really, like, sour your enjoyment. Like, I found that with Fall Guys. It's fun, but they make you wait just a little bit too long in between matches that it just irritates uh... me. Like, yeah, it's just not quick enough getting back into matches. So... Um, this one seems to do do a pretty good job. Maybe you're waiting for like 10 seconds. This one seems a hair longer to me, but mm. Um, mm. you still need to find 35 other Mario players mm. and they've kind of got to be in your zone. Yeah. And what I've noticed in, uh, in Australia is that we <laughs> are obviously on like very close to Japan in terms of time zone. Uh-huh. So we are like very much playing against a lot of Japanese people. Well, it's just Southeast Asian like yeah, world, and, right? Oh yeah, my God, yeah. they're so pro. They're so good at this game. Mm-hmm, and I'm mm-hmm. not bad. Like I can consistently get into the top 10. Yeah. But damn, does it get difficult then? Mm-hmm. So Rob, what, what are your final thoughts? Do you recommend this game? I think I do. I think I do. I, my one concern is that if you're young, if you're too young... If you don't have that Mario nostalgia, I'm not sure how it, it might hit different for you. But I think it will still be fun for you. Hmm. It just You might just miss a little something. But I think, uh, yeah, it's a fun battle royale. Mario's great. It still controls well. It's it's a no-brainer for Nintendo, yeah. It's easy to recommend this one. Cool. Yeah. UAC? Uh, look, yeah, there's a bit of a no-brainer for me as well. Um, I heard... I, I really wanted to play this when I heard about it. Mm. And the day it came out was the day that I actually had to go to Sydney for a few appointments. Uh, like, <laughs> so I was like, and I was in Sydney for a week. I didn't take the switch. Um, <laughs> you could have though. I could have, but I want, you know, family time. And yeah, all that. absolutely. Yeah. It sends a message, doesn't it? Doing that. Yeah. <laughs> also, I prefer to play on the big screen because my eyes are shot. Yeah, that's uh, true. And look, I, I was for a week in Sydney. I was hearing about all of what was going on with this game. Mm. And there were some people who were saying, yeah, it's really good, but there are some caveats and stuff like that. And mm. when I played it, I went, yeah, it's really good. And I can see why some people would complain about it. But I think they've covered 
like I think this is the best way you can do a Mario battle royale yeah like it's the right amount of people it's the mm. right amount of weapons it's the right amount of strategy options yeah uh and at the end of the day you're just playing the awesome platform that is super mario brothers yeah so yeah. i think uh, i can easily recommend this game if you have a switch and you have a nintendo online because pff, it's free yeah exactly. is it worth getting a switch for I don't, know if it's a cost, I don't know if it's a system seller. I don't think so because they're gonna they're gonna yank it when it comes to yeah. March next year. So <laughs> I still love that. Probably not a system seller. Don't go out and buy one. But to be honest, like I'm kind of like going, oh, how could they do that now? But come March next year, I probably won't be playing that game anymore. I mm. probably will have had enough. I probably will have gotten to the point where everyone else is so good and I just can't get that number one place. Yeah. And I'll just kind of go, oh, I hate this and give up. So by March next year. You know, the chances are I won't be playing it anyway and I won't care. But, you know, if it's that popular, maybe the Nintendo will go, okay, fine, Nancy boys, here you go. We'll, we'll put it up there for good. You might get that sweet chicken dinner that you crave. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe. So that's a big recommendation from the both of us. Yeah. Um, good on Super Mario and his 35 testicles. Life and games and stuff. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been a little while since we've uh, recorded. Yeah, we certainly aren't keeping up our um, rigorous schedule like we used to. And we said we wouldn't. We said we no. would kind of go at our own pace and um, yeah, taking it easy. We're chilling. Well, we said we would do one once a month, and so far our two are kind. Two episodes, one hundred and one hundred and two, are kind of a month kind apart. Of- Kind of. Yeah, it depends how quickly it takes me to edit this one. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it was about a month my, between when we recorded. The I kind of sat before. on my hands on that one <laughs> for a while there. I don't mind though. I don't, yeah. you know, because we still get together every couple of weeks for the most part, and we, um, you know, we still, we still play games. Mm, but it does leave it does leave more room for life stuff to occur and gaming as and well. uh, and life stuff and gaming, gamings, mm. gamings. Can I can I pluralize that? I can indeed. Gamings. gamings do occur. Yeah, that's so right. So, what have you been gaming? Well, there's been a lot of good gamings coming out recently, I see. Like, so I, I think I mentioned last time, maybe I mentioned last time, Crusader Kings 2. Oh, God. And, um, and, but what's funny is that game... I'll tell you what, even if you didn't, I've certainly heard about it. That... I, I thought that game would be the one that would, like, like absorb me for the next few months yeah. or weeks or whatever. But you were certainly keen for the first, yeah. like, couple of weeks, that's for sure. I was, but then I'd be distracted by other games, AC. Mm. Primarily Spelunky 2. Oh, of course. So that, You're a big proponent of I'm, Spelunky 1. I'm a 1. big Spelunker. <laughs> a big fan of Spelunky. You like going down in those big, deep, moist yeah. caves. One thing I like to do is slide down a long, thick rope <laughs> onto, some, onto a nice spike. <laughs> um, we're still talking about uh, sex right I mean spelunking right no oh, I also like to play spelunky <laughs> <laughs> jokes <laughs> classic that's why um, you subscribe to us for those classic jokes there's some fun things about look the funny thing about spelunky 2 man is like I might this might be really flippant and it might be really reductive mm. but let's just go there anyway yep it's basically spelunky 1 it's spelunky 1 it's spelunky it's the same thing like it's 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 very much the same game. They've added more stuff. There's sure. more stuff. There's, there's more enemies. enemies. There's annoying enemies. They've added a couple of like. What's funny is the enemies that I used to hate and curse. I'm mm. now like they're fine. It's these new ones that I hate. <laughs> you know, like, um, the fun conceit of this game is that it's set, set on the moon, which I enjoy. Is and, there less gravity? And it, look, it's 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 you know what it is. It's like kids' moon. It's like you land on the moon on a, like a, like a Wallace and Gromit esque rocket. Yeah. You hop out without a helmet on or anything, oh and just stroll merrily to the cave with your little dog going along beside you. It's like it's that kind of moon. If you know, it's not like it's not like proper moon. It's like kids' moon, <laughs> which I really like. Um, 
and there's this bit in the because this game has plot. I'm like another thing I don't like about Splunky Two is that they've introduced a plot. <laughs> Right, um, yeah. So it has all these cut scenes at the start talking because you're the daughter of the original Spelunky guy. Are you rescuing your dad? Sort of, or like following in his footsteps or something. I didn't pay much attention. But what I did pay <laughs> attention to was the bit where you, in the tutorial or something, you come across these letters from your dad or journal entries or some shit like that, yeah, you know? Yeah. And one of them's like, oh, I should bring my daughter along to the moon. I know she likes, she likes space and stuff. And I'm like, that is the most like. <laughs> You have to be a parent to like understand that space is a genre. <laughs> it's not space is not a it's not a place. It's not like a void in between planets and stars. It's it's a genre, <laughs> you know, space. <laughs> My daughter loves space and stuff. That's where the aliens are. Right? It's and just, and the spaceship battles happen. Just referring to space in that way is just t- it just tickled me. I don't know. Um but basically, yeah, it's Splunky one with a few extra enemies. It even follow like some other stuff it's, it seems like it's leading me down the same paths as Spelunky 1. Now, I'm sure there's different things. I'm sure there's all kinds of new secrets and things and people who have played the game more than me, like the two people on this podcast that play Spelunky, probably <laughs> think I'm stupid for saying this. But it seems very similar. Like in Spelunky, in the first Spelunky game on World 1-2, you can find a key. You can find a... a sorry, you find like a, like a, a key and you take it to this room and there's like a chest that you unlock and then you get this item that reveals all the hidden items in the world. Like it shows you where all the gems are located and where all the items are stashed, like in the earth itself. Yeah. And Splunky 2 is the exact same thing. And when you get that thing in Splunky 1, it allows you to see a secret door that takes you to this like secret area. So even the secrets, if you like, even like the, the early, at least the early bits of the secrets seem to be very familiar, you know? So here's Um, the thing, like, uh, Spelunky one came out more than a decade ago, right? Mm, yeah, and um, well, yeah, or the original, about a bit. The original a PC version that was like pixel art and weirdness. Yeah, and then I think yeah, because the, ex- the original one was like an Xbox three sixty era. Mm. The one that, that they they ported it to the it, Xbox. It's, it's about a decade old. Yeah, it's old. Yeah, uh, and the one thing that I hear about Spelunky two mm. is that. It's like it's definitely more spelunky, mm. but it seems to be that that's what people wanted. Yeah, from a spelunky two, they just wanted more spelunky. I think yeah, they've, I think they've you're done right. spelunky one. Yeah, and when spelunky two came out, everyone's like going, "Yeah, it's exactly this." It's like either oh, it's exactly the same as spelunky one, or it's exactly the same as spelunky one. <laughs> well, I because like here's where I was at. A month before this game came out, I was contemplating installing Spelunky 1. And I think I actually have it installed on Steam because, like, it, it's not very big. I just downloaded it one night. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, Spelunky. Yeah, I could play some more of that. Mm. And then Spelunky 2 came out and I was like, well, I'll just play this instead. And it, it is very much like if you've gotten... If you've if you got sick of Spelunky 1 and then waited a long time, this is the game for you. Because it's like, oh, it's more of that. Mm. But if you really wanted them to innovate on the formula like they haven't... Um, I don't, I don't need it to be different. I think it's fine. I, it's funny to think about. So there's some stuff that's changed. That's let's let's go let's let's go there. I see. Yeah. Because we're, we're we cover politics and gaming as well. Okay. So Splunky One was criticised. Um, this was in the early days of like sort of feminism entering into like the the discourse on video games. It was criticised. Which is about three decades too late. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Long after it had entered into every other part of our of our lives. Mm. Um, and fanboys so were very upset. I'm one sure. One thing that was that that game was criticised for was having these damsels in distress. Like there was a lady in each level of the the, the map that you rescue, take to the end of the level. Yeah. 
and then if you do that successfully without her dying, you get a, get a smooch, and that yep. that like gives you another heart, so it heals you. Yeah. Um, they had options in the first Spelunky game to switch that out to be a pet. So if you didn't want to have a, a lady, you could have a sexy man in underpants. Okay, that's cool. Or like a pug. All right. Or like a cat, I think as well. Yeah. In this at game, least they had a man. Like at least there was the option of. Yeah, like they tried to like sort of do a thing. Yeah. Um. In this game, there's no sexy ladies, there's no sexy boys, it's all pets. Okay. And it's like, okay, you got to rescue your pet. Your pet is, like, lost in in the mines or st- something like that. And I can see I can see Neckbeard's getting upset about that. But I don't really care too much. I'm like, where's the sexy lady? I'm like, oh, it's like, just rescue this ginger cat, and that's fine. I'm like, who cares? Kind of thing. But I bet you somewhere on the internet there's a YouTube channel where someone's, like, really going off about that. So and go, I bet you they have so go, as well. So go and look for that. <laughs> Go and look for that where they say that Spelunky's been censored and that, you know, I want my sexy ladies in Spelunky again and like, you know, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> um, I'm sure that's a debate that's happening. Um, that's another thing that's a little, just a tiny bit. This is, this is how much they've changed. Like almost nothing. Yeah. You know, um, I'm really enjoying it though. So. Oh, that's good. Like it's, I'm glad it's, you're. It's distracting me from everything. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, and it does sound like you wanted more Spelunky because yeah. you go back to that game on and off every couple of years. Yeah, I love Spelunky. I, I really do. I think it's got that, it's that perfect combo of like the controls are really tight, like Mario. Mm. It's like, it controls really well. He's a bit squirrely though, isn't it's he? It's a little bit squirrely, but I think that's deliberate because it, want, you want, it wants you to kind of fuck up a little bit. It wants you to like get overzealous and just like leap into a pile of spikes or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, but every time you die, you know, it's your own fault. And you're like, ah, it's cause I was basically the way to be good at Spelunky is to take your time, go slowly, be cautious, observe terrain, yeah. you know? Um, but if you try and just like run through the level, you get to the end, you will, you'll definitely die. Which very, is what I do. Very quickly. You'll die. Yeah. 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 I, I'm not a, I've, I've um, played Spelunky definitely, but mm. I'm just not a particularly big fan of it. Like I, it just mm. doesn't feel quite right. Probably because it doesn't feel exactly like the Mario games or something. It's kind of, the funny thing is it's kind of close. The way it controls is kind of close to Mario almost, except the jumping is, as they've got a very strict like height control on your jump. You yeah. only jump like three squares. Any more than that, you can't do it. So there's no, yeah, you can't do those big leaps like you can in Mario, really. To the and, same. And to be fair, that's probably part of the the, the like design. the random generated levels yeah. kind of conceit re- of it. It's really clever the way they make them random, and yet it's all perfectly designed so that you can get through it. Like yeah. it never, the random level design never results in you getting trapped. Mm. It's all there's always a way through, um, which is really clever. I think it's just impressive. I think I um, think that's good. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the one game I've been playing. The other one I've been playing a lot of um, is Hitman 2. So this is not Hitman 2, the original Hitman 2. This no, 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 the... Hitman 2 2018's Hitman 2 or whatever mm. it is. Like, the one that came out most recently. There's a sequel to the the other recent. It's so confusing when video game companies do this, isn't it? <laughs> it kind of is. But, you know, I don't mind. Yeah, you have to refer to games as, like, Hitman 2 brackets 2018 or something like that. Um, it just shows how... How much, like, it's kind of ending up like the film industry where there are no original ideas this anymore. Is, this is like the video game industry. This is an Ouroboros just eating its own tail, mm. you know. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying that. It's more it's more Hitman. And I really enjoyed playing through Hitman 1. So I bought, like, the, I bought, like, everything. I bought, like, the big pack that gives me all the content because it's, like, episodic again, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, really enjoying that game. It's just, it's more of the same. It's a little bit different to Hitman 1 from 2015. Um it's a bit more nuanced to how you can plan your missions. There's a bit more options. You can unlock more items and things like that. Like I've got a cool briefcase that I can hide things in now. So I can like walk into, 
it won't get me past metal detectors, mm. but I can like walk past guards and stuff with like you know a sweet bomb or gun or something in my briefcase, and no one will ask any questions. Um, yeah, it's fun. I think the first level I played was set in Miami, and it was at this big race, like a, like an endurance race, and you have to kill one of the drivers. And you also have to kill the driver's father. Because, <laughs> like, you know, why not just rub salt in the wound, you know? <laughs> Which one do you call first? Like, do you, do you I killed the, the daughter and then I fucking let him suffer for a bit. <laughs> I killed him. <laughs> let him made, weep. Made, made him watch. Yeah. Let him watch as you off his daughter. He died of sadness. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would imagine uh, she would die of grief. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but, yeah, um, so I killed him. I killed the daughter by, like, she's the race driver. I went... I. As you would, I dressed up as the pit crew mm-hmm. and then like loosened one of the one of the wheels on the car. The moment she left the pit, she just fucking spins out and <laughs> smashes in this fireball. Um, I was like, <laughs> um, but there are a bunch of. Does he actually do that? When 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 a target is destroyed, does he secretly Mr. Burns go? Excellent. I wish he did. He just has it's a complete expression. Like, yeah, I know. I just yeah. wish he had like one tell, like yeah, just yeah, this yeah. one thing that he'd kind of go, <laughs> just a tiny little, little fist bump. Little yeah. Oss. <laughs> yeah uh so that that's fun as well i think the level i just completed was um set in like columbia colombian cartel so okay. yeah it's fun I, i'm really enjoy- I, I love the globe trotting aspect of those games i love the huge crowds where there's like hundreds or even thousands of people walking around that you sort of move your way through i love the yeah. puzzle aspect of it unlocking things is cool i haven't unlocked poison yet my favorite way to dispose of people in the game is poison because it's so like clean and neat and like no fuss, no muss kind of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. Whereas so. I go in all guns blazing. <laughs> well, I was like, that guy looked at me funny, kill him! <laughs> I think I said last episode, like, I, 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 pack, I pack a gun and then like if things go wrong, I'll try to keep, I'll just pull out my gun and start shooting and try to get through the level. Yeah. Just for fun, just see how far I get. Usually not very far. So, <laughs> no. I, yeah. So how far have you gotten through this game? Are, so, you, are uh, you nearing the end? Or are you about sec- halfway through? I'm only up to the second mission, so there's a lot, a lot more. That goes to show you how much Splunky I've been playing. Really? Because I'd probably have gotten through a lot more than <laughs> of that game in the last month. Yeah. Um, but Spelunky's been a big distraction. So um, that's my gaming. Um, life-wise, I'd, I wanted to mention it was school holidays recently. So we, me and Joe took a week off to spend time with Ruby. So we had a lot of fun family um, stuff planned. Uh, like, for example, we had some family photos taken, which oh, was yeah. nice. We went out that's to... Cool. Uh, we went out to Pialigo to get some photos taken. Picturesque Pialigo. Yeah, picturesque Pialigo, indeed. Um, she went to the zoo with her grandparents. We did lots of craft, walks to the park, all that kind of thing. But the thing I want to talk about yeah. is we took Ruby to Kingpin to do karaoke. Okay, now Kingpin is uh, where Kingpin we is had like a, a friend of the show, um, Ben Wood's bachelor party, before yeah. he didn't have a wedding because of COVID. That's right. Uh, and you and I had a, uh, a bit of a fun time there, screwing around with a lot of the machines, yeah. and crane gra- games, and actual... There were some arcade games there. Yeah, it's, it's, what Kingpin is, is like a bowling alley slash karaoke place slash ticket machines arcade joint. Yeah, um, there are a few actual games you there can are play, like and there's f- like escape rooms as well. There are a few, but most of them are ticket machines, to be mm. said. And that's that's the sorry state of arcade ma- arcades in 2020, is like... There are maybe like half a dozen real games and then mm. the rest is tickets and yeah, wasting your money to get a lollipop or whatever. Yeah. Um, so after we did karaoke, we took Ruby to the arcade area. Just this kind of, we were just curious, you know, she loved it. Yeah. Um, and I just want to talk about a couple of the games that she played. But, but before I do that, I want to let you know, so we spent about an hour there playing yeah. games and ticket machines and crud. And then the next day I took a bowling. So I went to time zone in... Belconnen and did bowling there. Is there a 
time zone. Well, well, the bowling alley is now AMF is now is now time zone bowling. Oh wow! So yeah. time zone is in the old arcade place. Yes. So time zone, mm. the bowling alley at Belconnen is now like fifty percent time zone and fifty percent bowling. I might be able to get on board with that. Um, just saying. So yet more ticket machines and arcades for mm-hmm. my daughter because after we played one, we played one game of bowling and that by like the sixth or seventh bowl, she was like, "I'm bored. Can we go do something else?" And I was like, "I'm so glad I only bought one game." Yeah. <laughs> because as an adult, one game is not enough bowling. But for a kid, one game is plenty of bowling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think the first game of bowling <clears> I played when I was eight years old, and yeah. one game was enough for me at that age. I will say, she kicked my ass at bowling. Uh, Although were you using b- bumper she, bowls? So I had no bumpers. Yep. She had bumpers and the ramp. <laughs> you know, the little ramp? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So she did win. Yep. <laughs> but let's all, let's just acknowledge. She's that, better than you. I gotcha. Yes, yeah, yep. she is a sporting hero and I am, and I am a nerdy weeb or something. Yeah, okay. Um, no, no, no. I, anyway. I'm, I'm on board with that. So assessment. then we went to play, t- we, after that we spent another, like, we put way more time in the arcade than we did bowling. So I think my daughter is taking after her father. I think she's following in her father's footsteps. She, the game seemed to be pulling, or worse. they seem to be drawing her, you know, they seem to be gra- grabbing her attention. But the couple of games that she really enjoyed, I'll just mention two. Yep. At Kingpin, she seemed to really enjoy Rampage. Awesome. Which is the game where you play as like a giant King Kong or a Godzilla sort of a thing. A lizard. And you yeah, smash up like a city a... and eat people and jump on police and stuff like that. She really enjoyed that one. Yeah. <laughs> this is obviously an updated version for yes. 2020. It's a very um, easy and a very simplified version of Rampage. Um, although the game, it's not like the original game had much nuance to it here. <laughs> no, no. But there, there was um, a bit of difficulty to the original game. Yeah, this is like a much easier and simpler. It's like one button and a big joystick. Cool. Um, That's but she, probably what you She need. enjoyed that. I think she played as Lizzie. Oh, yeah. And Lizzie, I was George. Lizzie, yeah. um, and then when we went to Time Zone... The game which she went back to a couple of times, and we actually spent most of our time playing, was the Jurassic Park light gun shooter. Okay. With, like, the Velociraptors murdering people and T-Rexes biting people and stuff. Right, I'm, she I'm loved, I think she was in... She's like, dinosaurs, cool. I like dinosaurs, I mean. Yep. And then she quite enjoyed... I think the on-rails experience is better for her than some of the other games. Like, we try, I tried to actually play a racing game with her. How'd that because, go? Because we had, like, a super session. Hmm. I was like, well, who cares if I waste money? Yeah, yeah. You know? So th- um, this is at the bowling alley. You had the super yeah, session. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, but it was, a, it was like a fifteen-minute super session. And then we actually got another one. Uh, um, how much was that? Oh, like twenty. I don't know. Probably too much money. You know. Should, should you and I do that? Maybe. Just, I don't know. It's thinking. it's weird. There's a lot of weird restrictions of what you can do. Like there were certain you games could, you, you could, could play. You couldn't play the ticket machines. Ga- and, yeah. yeah, like the prize machines. Yeah. You, you can play them, but you don't get tickets, kind of thing. Okay. But yeah, she really enjoyed the Jurassic Park one. We played it f- for quite a while. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, I was like, I thought she'd be fine this scary, but actually she really liked it. Um, and I'm then I realized she's had nightmares for the next week. But anyway. Um, Did she? No. no <laughs> she was fine. I was slept like a baby. Um, <laughs> You've got a psychopath on your hands. Yeah, yeah. She just likes to shoot dinosaurs, what can I say? Yeah, you know, they're at that age. Yeah. They all, we all have to experience a dinosaur death at some point. Yeah, so, I'll, yeah, it was really fun, actually. That was kind of one of her first game experiences. Like she's played, she's played a couple of games before on the iPad and things, but mm. this is like quite different. So, yeah, it was kind of fun. Well, and I thought it was cool. relevant for this podcast. So very relevant indeed. Yeah. We're we're bringing up the next uh, generation of gamers. That's right, so, done right. Uh, it's God's work we're doing. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> maybe not God, maybe the other fella, <laughs> the man downstairs. Um, <laughs> he's compatriot. So that's me. I won't take up much more time. 
on this illustrious podcast. Mm-hmm. So what about you? I see you've been gaming and living as well, I assume. You, you do seem to be alive. I am alive and kicking. Uh, like A lot has happened in my life uh, and, and and a bit of my gaming uh, recently as well. Mm. Um, recently, we detected a heart murmur in May. Yes. Not me personally. The GP did. I wasn't like, you know, I'm not medically qualified to say <laughs> something Something sounds a bit off with a ticker. Um <laughs> So we went to a cardiologist in Sydney mm. at uh, Randwick Hospital, which I have to tell you right now, Randwick Hospital, one of the worst, most confusing hospitals I've really? ever been to. I would have thought it would be like fancy and like... No, so Randwick Hospital, like bits of it are based, you know, are still sandstone buildings from like the early 1900s or late, wow. late 19th century, possibly. Okay. Yeah. And still got the polio ward. Look... It may as well have been because, like, we couldn't find the fucking entrance. We couldn't find a way in. We walked around, like, mm. like a, I would say, like, over 75% of around the outside and we couldn't find a way in. Like, the, the place on Google Maps said, oh, yeah, like, the women's clinic is here. Uh-huh. We couldn't find it. So we ended up having to go through and enter the children's hospital section and then like walk through most of the hospital to get there follow the red line or whatever no and the the thing is like we got to the middle part of the hospital which Mm. was the main entrance which we went where is this like where were the signs saying main entrance turns out there was one sign that said (laughs) covid entrance this way and we went we're not going in that fucking entrance that's the covid entrance yeah why would you go in that entrance and it was like it turns out that's the main entrance it's like yeah i that makes no sense. I hate I'm sorry. I hate confusing signage. It's like, one of my like you know, everyone's saying avoid yeah. COVID and it's like COVID this way, and it's like, okay, don't go that way then. And right. it turns out yeah. that's the main entrance. This way to COVID. Yes. Like, well, we you won't go that fucking way. Fucking morons. <laughs> yeah. So poor May. We were like, we kept saying, like, we're almost there, sweetie, we're almost there. And she's like, we made her work up walk up this like big hill because we knew we wouldn't be able to find any parking. Yeah, we were yeah. staying in Kuji. Mm-hmm. We finally got there with like five minutes to spare, and this is after we received like these super passive aggressive uh, text messages from Randwick like, Hospital. Your appointment is in ten minutes. Oh no! They like two weeks before they said your appointment is at this time. Please make sure you are on time um, because you will not be given a second appointment if if you do not show up. Oh my god! And, and like, like you just, only have like ten minutes. Like it's not your fault. It was the sign. <laughs> yeah, and like so we were like going. We really need to make this appointment because like we took it like basically a you week drove, off work to you go drove up there. all that way. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was. It's so. So shitty like that whole hospital is so what a shitty. stressful experience we finally got there the cardiologist himself was super nice mm. really nice guy i couldn't go in mm. because they only allow one parent in at a time okay um right that covid sign oh god you know you know you know that bit in the simpsons like where there's a rocket ship and they go oh lisa now you're gonna have to make a um you're gonna have to make a choice is you know you want your mum to come with you or your daddy and she goes mum and then it disappears <laughs> yeah. that's basically what happened like do you want daddy or mum to go mum bye <laughs> yeah. doesn't it like, stay god little. damn it you're the dead weight <laughs> it's, it's like unless we're having fun and playing a game she's not interested <laughs> that's it yeah I'm like, like I'll go with daddy if yeah. I'm on his shoulders and he gives me a lollipop otherwise fuck that guy yeah I'll give, I'll give her, I'm the one who gives her all these bloody horsey rides over the, the hard tiles in my house and hurt my knees and yet Joe's the one that gets all the love yeah it's like oh, I'm gonna go with mommy because it's gonna be scary otherwise it's like I'll beat up this cardi- cardiologist guy if that's what you want sweetie <laughs> so put him in a headlock for you <laughs> I'll pay you later. Just, uh, just play along. Just you in the hospital giving him noogies. <laughs> Come on, college boy. <laughs> you went to university too. Shut up. <laughs> I studied creative writing. 
It's a communications degree. It doesn't count. <laughs> That's right. So basically it was like that. So I was like outside twiddling my thumbs, like going, of course I have my smartphone, but it's like I'm, I'm looking at my smartphone, like scrolling through Twitter, not absorbing anything going, mm. I really hope this is okay. Mm. It turns out everything's fine. Mm. Um, it is just a weird echo that she has. Okay. Like there's no, nothing to worry about. That's and he really came out news. and said, you're not going to need to see me ever again, which is good news. Um, and you good because you're ugly. The guy was super sweet. Like he was such a, such a nice temperament. No. It was kind of like one of those things where you go, that's good. I don't have to see you again. But if I did have to see you again, I wouldn't mind. It, yeah, <laughs> it's like that weird dichotomy. <laughs> he was a very nice old, sweet old man. Oh, that's cool. Um, but we that's were just manner. we were very relieved that there was nothing wrong with May. That's excellent news. Yes, and we were all very stressed about it. It consumed our minds, even though we were saying it wasn't consuming our minds. Because mm. um, mm. poor, poor May's already had enough gone yeah, on in it's her an, life. Enough already, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, and the whole rest of the day, she was like going, "It's like I was a good girl." I was really good. I was such a good girl. Because <laughs> usually when she goes to hospital, like, you know, they shine massive bright lights in her eyes and, and like, poke her and put, mm. like, you know, painful eye drops in her. And also did this time was, like, put some, um, like, uh, like gel and do an ultrasound. Mm. And so mm. she was very proud of herself. Uh, and, like, we were very we were very happy and very proud that, you know, she didn't kick up a stink. But also, like, we were just so relieved that there was nothing wrong with her. So, um, the other reason we were up in Sydney was because I, uh, had my, um, my annual, am I going blind check? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and those were like six days apart. So we thought rather than yo-yoing between Canberra and Sydney, may as well just spend the time in Sydney. So yeah. we stayed near Coogee beach, which is near Randwick hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, peep, staying there for a week, mm. um, makes you realize how old and fat you are. <laughs> Because explain it, okay. so <laughs> men there don't wear shirts like yeah. it, beach culture like mm. every, every every man is like 22 years old yeah. and totally buff and they go to the gym a lot they go to yeah, the gym a lot yeah, yeah. and every woman is either only wearing a bra mm. or she's wearing a shirt and obviously not wearing a bra underneath well, they look happy, I see, but I bet they're sad on the inside. And that's no, how I get well, to sleep Well, and it's one of those things where it's like, I used to do beach culture. Like, yeah. I was into that stuff. I, I used, used to, to go, be you. I, I used to go, n- not in Sydney, but down at the, you know, the South Coast. I used to go boarding and I used to mm-hmm. do all that kind of fun stuff at the beach. I wasn't never, never quite buff like that. But, you know, I was a bit fitter in my younger age. Uh-huh. And it brought it all home to you. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was just weird. It's like, I haven't been around this culture for like over 15 years mm. this close like for this amount of time yeah yeah there was no social distancing whatsoever everyone's just all up on his yeah, yeah all up in their bums and like there, there was a police it was a long weekend so the police van was like basically stationed there for the whole time like with big signs saying don't bring alcohol in don't do this don't do that mm-hmm. and may had a good time um the the apartment hotel we stayed at had a pool which we went every day because nice. you know like and may really enjoyed that so it was it was fun. Hmm. Uh, my last day at the um, at the Are You Going Blind clinic. Mm. Um, it turns out I'm not still, which cool. is good. Is this holding steady kind of thing. Holding steady. Mm. Um, I might need to start wearing sunglasses a bit more indoors, uh, a bit okay. worryingly. But yeah. Um, yeah. that's not to do with degradation so much as just I'm getting older and mm. like my light sensitivity is just increasing. Yeah. I think the little rods in my eyes aren't working. Mm. And that's not a that's not a, an FEVR thing. That's just a I'm fucking getting old thing and I was already light sensitive. Mm. So that's okay though. 
I'm not going blind, so I'm kind of happy about that. I should mention, I actually went to the hospital as well since we last recorded. Oh, For another yes. thing that makes me feel very old. Uh, I had a terrible it, pain in my back. You were basically Grandpa Simpson. Yeah. Oh, oh, it hurts. Oh. Yeah. Like, I had some really intense spasms in my back that were just, like, so painful that you... You know the level of pain where you can't help but make a noise? You know, like it's that painful that you have to go ah like that. You sexual know? pain. Yes, no, no, not at all. Uh, no, that's not sexual. <laughs> There's nothing sexy about pain. I am Rob Bailey. Um, there, yeah, it was quite awful. But the funny thing is, I was sitting in in the ER waiting for someone to see me, and in the midtime, someone said, "Here, have some like painkillers," and they gave me the good stuff. Yeah, and I think like the endorphins kicked in, and I was like happy. And stop mm. thinking about the fact that my back was sore. And then it just went away. And they were like, they did. A- Maybe you were able to declench. Like basically yeah. part of your body just kind of went. I think it was muscular kind of or something. Because yeah. yeah, like they did an x-ray and they couldn't find anything. The doctor was like, I don't see you. And it just hasn't happened since. So anyway, that made me feel very old as well. So we both had experiences that have made us feel Really feel that imp- impending 40 coming up, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like it's- yeah, I mean, yours is a lot worse than mine was. I just went to the beach and felt kind of fat and yeah. old. <laughs> I'm like, ow, my body's falling apart. You know, and like, it's the kind of no reason pain as well. Like, I don't know what I did. That You know, I've had that pain since I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. But that's probably, you know, when I started dislocating things, so... Yeah, your poor knee, bloody hell. Yeah, I think I just want to throw. Just try to no, 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 that's, that's all right. It's um, you know, we, we, you know, the nearer you get to forty, the more hospital visits you're required to yeah, have. I, I guess suppose. so. You become a regular. Like, yeah. oh, hey, Rob, how you going? Just <laughs> high five the nurse as you go. Oh, my back! <laughs> high five. The high five broke my back. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad that you got a clean, well, relatively clean bill of health, and that May's okay. It's, yeah, that's very, that's a relief. Yeah. It was it was fun spending time in Sydney. I saw some old friends. Um, you kind of got to be picky, picky and choosy a bit when you mm. go up to a place like Sydney and you know so many people. Can't see everyone. Um, we did see Ben. That's good. Friend of the show, and uh, and Veronica. Ben which of was the very, show. Ben of the show. Friend of, friend Ben from Ben of the show. <laughs> ben of the show sounds better. I'm just saying. I just think we should call him Ben of the show. Ben of the show. <laughs> anyway. Okay. No. No. Ben of the show from now on. Uh, <laughs> and Veronica, which was great to catch up with them because I haven't yeah. seen them for um, well probably since um the unpleasantness of just before mm. uh covid yeah we, we mm, just failed our of, escape room yeah covid mm-hmm. the, the bachelor party wasn't unpleasant itself but um it was already starting to get to that point yeah we were like feeling COVID guilty for going to the bachelor party we were like we probably shouldn't be here yeah but we really want to be here <laughs> yeah it was a bit mm. anyway I mean, it was it was like I think everyone, everyone who went to that party went, yeah. is kind of saying that was our last hurrah before we were locked down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'm not an anti-masker or anything. We went to that party like kind of very hesitantly, mm. but- um, Bumping a lot of elbows. Look, it was fine. It was uh, fine. Like, uh, and, and Canberra is not the worst place, certainly not. to be uh, in terms of COVID. It's just one of those, <clears throat> you know, it's just one of the, the, the strange realities that we live in. Mm. Mm. Um, look, Sydney was fun. I got to catch up with some people. Um, we did quite a few things. I was kind of glad to get back to Canberra at the end of it. The The downshot of all this is that I asked my HR department before I went. It's like, oh, so we're going to Sydney, but I'm not going to go to any hotspots. Is it all okay? And they said, two weeks working from home when you get back. Mm. Fuck. <laughs> so I'm stuck at home working here for two weeks. Mm. Uh, I, I can go in back into work next Friday. Okay. So a week from today, I'll be able to go back in. Uh, I, I really am missing just not, 
I just want to go into the office and do work. Yeah. Like, I just really want to do that. And that tells you something, folks. It is funny how you get to that point. Because hey? mm. I always... I got, to there, I got there very, very quickly. Yeah, well, you your job is such that, yeah, it's more important for you to be at work as well. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, but that's just the sad reality. So I'm slowly losing my sanity, but I'm trying... <laughs> to make it not rub off on the rest of my family. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to stay as positive and yay, yay as possible. I don't know if it's working or not. Because <laughs> Maria already, like, <laughs> already knew that I would go crazy doing this. <laughs> so she was, like, she was, like, lamenting this as much as I was. Oh, he's going to be stuck inside for a week. He's going to go nuts. I've actually... But uh, I've been trying super hard to not be that bad downer person. Grumpy guy at yeah. home. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm back at work, because Joe pulled me outside one day and was like... You were really grumpy recently. <laughs> like, what's going on? And um, we figured out it was probably because I'm just at home too much. Mm. So, um, going to the office a few times a week. I went twice this week. Yeah. Um, has been really good. So, I feel for you. I feel for that being taken away from you. And I was already um, pro-office before yeah. this kind of, yeah. you know, like, just even just after this happened. It's like, oh, a month at home is enough for me. I don't want to go back in. I want to go back in now. Time to go back yeah. in. Oh, God. It turns out that being home is only fun when it's a contrast to not being at home. Like, yeah. that's why homeless people are depressed. I mean, homeless people, unemployed people. Homeless <laughs> people are very depressed. They have no home. They have the ultimate, they have the ultimate, like, not working from home experience. Really, when you think about it. I mean. But um, what I meant was unemployed people. Yes. Who I put as, a, in my mind, are apparently adjacent to homeless people. <laughs> but anyway, if you're unemployed and have nothing to do all day long and you're at home all day, it doesn't make you happy, you know, surprise, no, surprise. No, it doesn't. And um, even if you are doing something, if you are working, yeah. it's like there there is something to say about being in a different locale, being able to do different things. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Mm. All that. So as far as games have been going, um, I was sent a replacement screen for my GBA uh, kit. Um, so I got like a, a new... Uh, LCD display like a backlit not back like a um, it's basically like a super modern screen for your mm. GBA okay uh, the first one I got and the kit from handheld legends um, was faulty uh. I went back to them and after a couple of questions and back and forth because I'm guessing they guessing that they get this a lot from mm. people going oh, I broke your screen give, give me a new one and I kind of went Pretty sure I didn't break the screen. When I took it out of the housing, I broke it because I wanted to put the original screen back in because this one obviously wasn't working. Mm, it just mm. kept flashing white on and off. Mm. Uh, when I took it out, though, there was like a little piece of plastic wedged in between it, uh. which makes me think, because there's different layers to these screens, IPS uh. screens, and I, I kind of went, ah, I think I know what the problem is. So I went back and I said, look, this is what's happened. They sent me a replacement screen. I put it in, installed it properly. It works beautifully. Yeah, okay, cool. So I know I'm not the idiot problem here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's always hard when you try and explain that yeah. to someone, though. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like I felt guilty, but it's like I'm a, I'm a seasoned modder. Like, you give me you give me a, a Sega Master System uh, RF out, I can totally mod that thing for S-Video. Mm. So I knew I wasn't at fault completely there mm, mm. so um they did send me a new one very kindly i installed it everything worked mm. um all good I'm very happy with it i took it to sydney with me um i was playing a lot of castlevania uh harmony of dissidents okay it's a good game yeah those uh, castlevania games those, those yeah this symphony one, of the night sort of sequels yeah, yeah this one seemed to be a little bit easier than symphony of the night okay. and i was really enjoying playing it the only thing that really bugged me about that game is that my cartridge is fake ah. 
And I know it's fake. I knew it was fake when I bought it because mm. at one stage I was going to do like the, this big video on GBA fakes and how to spot them and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I just kind of fell off on the wayside. Okay. So I don't know. There's something weird. Like if I'm playing something completely emulated, that's fine. Mm. No, no guilt there. Yeah. If I'm playing the original, no guilt there, obviously. But this sort of halfway thing. This like thing that I know is fake and it's like, is this exact? Is this really the original? It just doesn't feel right. Every criticism you have about the game, you're like, is yeah. that really the real game? Or yeah. Yeah. Um, So usually I play, when, when I have the eye drops in the Sydney hospital, um, when they want to take a look at the back of my eyes, mm. I go... Like, my vision goes completely blurry, and that's when I bring out the Game Boy and, like, see how far I can get in, like, um, Super Mario Land or something. Right. Uh, this time, I was playing Tetris, and my appointment basically happened in a snap. Mm. Like, I was only playing for, like, ten minutes before I was called in, and they said, oh, yeah, okay, and I had to do a few other things afterwards, and then I was out. Usually, it takes, like, a couple of hours. Wow, okay. But it took a couple of hours to get in there because of all the COVID screenings and yeah, all that kind of yeah. stuff. So, it was, like, this staggered way to get in. So, I didn't actually have time to really play the games or anything like that. But mm. Mm. I'm, uh, I had still had a bit of fun playing those games while I was in Sydney. Cool. Um, I played uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 for the Game Boy, which is a Konami game, which is almost the same as the, is that like the first arcade? one. Is that like the no, no, it's a side scroller. Is it like the it's like the platformer? It's mm, it is a platformer, but it's kind of more of a um, beat 'em like, up platformer. It's not like the platformer. Though. Not the platformer. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's not like that one. No. It's a completely new game. Something quite unique. It, it's not bad, <laughs> um, but it's very samey. Yeah, cool. Okay. Uh, but the last thing I will talk about is Res. Infinite. Yeah, I played a little bit of that tonight. Yeah, I was so excited. Um, I don't buy VR games very often. Mm. And we've discussed and indeed reviewed Res, the original Res, Mm -hmm. um, which was a Dreamcast game. Yeah. I have the PS2 game, which came with the weird-ass vibrator, which doesn't fit anywhere, including your ass. It just kind of sits there. Maybe top pocket. I don't know. It's like this flat vibrator thing. Very strange. Um... (laughs) We reviewed that. Yeah. Go listen to that podcast if you want to hear our thoughts on Res. But this is basically Res mm. um, upgraded, like all the original levels, mm-hmm. um, good music in VR. Yeah, they, they VRized it, yeah. and it is so cool. Yeah, like Res seemed to be made for VR. I think it gives something. Like it makes Res Res is cool, but this is cooler if you like. You know, so you got the yeah. headset. You got the, you got the, um, uh, the headphones, headphones on so you can hear the awesome music. Mm. You're basically completely absorbed into this world. The Mm. best thing is though, is the head tracking on the VR headset. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to move the analog stick and fire anymore. Mm. You literally just need to look Mm -hmm. like move your head, position your, your field of vision using the reticle. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you can just fire off your shots. You yeah. can lock on to eight of them at a time, release the button, and bam, 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 bam. It's bam. so much easier and intuitive. It's so intuitive. Yeah. And it's so fun. And the music is so good, and you're so absorbed into this. Yeah, yeah. And I finished it in one night. Yeah. I got through all of the original res, mm. all five areas, mm. over like 95% on each level of kills. Uh, and I was just like, I just came out of that going, wow, that was so cool. Yeah, yeah. There's this other area as well, which is completely new, um, called Area X, which is kind of, obviously, they kind of wanted to say, hey, guys, if you want a new risk game, if you like this, this is probably what we're going to do. 
<laughs> and it was very much in the style of um, Tetris effects. Yeah. But without the Tetris. Yeah. But yeah. with the res. <laughs> so a lot of particle effects, like mm. you're this body kind of floating through and like this kind of really chill, vibey music that still kind of every time you pop something off, pop enemies off, you know, it kind of adds to it. It's yeah. totally not really difficult. And even if you die, you can come back and do it again. You'll go, oh, I knew what I was doing last time. Yeah. And it's just it's just such a cool vibe. Yeah, you know? yeah. It is fun how it it's a little bit different because Res is, Res in, sorry, the original Res is like very on rails, whereas yeah. this one's more like almost flight simmy. Like you can kind of like turn and- Yeah, and this like, is Area X. The original Res yeah. is just the original Res, just in VR and mm. upgraded yes. to, to do that. But yes. Area X is, you, you can see your body, you tilt your head- to make the body where it needs to go. Yeah, so it's a bit more like loose and freeform. Very loosey goosey. So it's a yeah. bit different, but still recognizably res. Um, still yeah. cool music and the the particle effects, like the effects in that, was so cool. Like I was having so much fun. Mm. This, like, I I love Polybius. Mm. I love Tetris Effect. This. I've only had this for three days and I've pretty much finished it. And there are like modes I haven't unlocked, like Bosch, Boss Rush mode and mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But Hieronymus Bosch mode. Anyway, yeah, sorry, go on. That sounds even better. <laughs> it's just a whole bunch of weird demons that should come out of it. <laughs> Try and fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I would also play that game, but I'd need a few add ons for that. That's right. Uh, um, the groinal attachment might be useful there. Look, I need to play a bit more of this. At the moment, this is my favorite VR game. I don't buy VR games very much, but I mm. was so totally enamored with this game. Um, because, like, Tetris is awesome, and I love Tetris top three games of all time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, uh, you know, it's Tetris. It's Tetris um, in space. Kind and, of yeah, kind <laughs> of like, And I do love that about it. Like, yeah. that's that kind of is what's going for it. But there is something about this, mm. like, especially these two modes. The original res mode was awesome, but the area X mode was even maybe a bit more awesome. Mm. Like, mm. the freedom. Yeah. That I just kind of went, at the moment, this is my favorite VR game. I need a bit of space and see how much replayability, because it's nowhere near as long as Tetris FX. Mm. But, mm. At, you know... It might edge out Tetris effects, perhaps. Mm. I do like it. I think I do like it better than Polybius. Although I love Polybius. Polybius so. is very cool. Yeah. But I think this is... It's almost better for VR than Polybius is. I like, think I like it because it's a bit easier. Yes, it is It is a lot more easy. You can get through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder whether it's too easy, but maybe that's another. That's a question for another day. There are different modes you can unlock. Mm. Um, and there are easier modes, like there's traveler mode where you can't die mm. and you just kind of shoot everyone. You just get which to is spectate yeah. and just yeah. enjoy the pretty colors. So that being said, it's not a full price game. Mm. Um, okay. This is pretty much my review of it. It's 45 bucks in Australia, which probably makes it like a 30 or 35 bucks. So like a, in it's the a half US. price game. In yeah. yeah. And look, if it was more than that, I probably wouldn't have paid it, but a lot of people were giving this five stars and like ranting about it. And I kind of went, I haven't really played VR a lot this year. If you year. got the headset, you may as well. Like, yeah. And know. I regret nothing. I got yeah. my $45 worth 
the night that I bought it, mm. honestly. Mm. When you think about movie tickets being like 25 bucks each these days, like 40 bucks for a game isn't actually that much money. No, no. And, um, <sighs> you know, this, the fact that I can keep replaying it over and over again, I'm not going to get rid of my PS4 anytime soon, you know. No. I'm certainly not going to buy a PS5. <laughs> I don't think, no, I, ha- I have not pre-ordered. I don't think I will. <laughs> no. I don't think I will. Um, so, I believe you have a quiz for me. Yeah, I see. If you want to keep this freight train rolling down the tracks this analogy is getting tortured very 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 trainy very quickly um i have a quiz for you okay and because i wasn't quite sure what games we were going to talk about today yeah we were a bit we were a bit off kilter about what we were going to do but i kind of i kind of pushed the button and said mario 35 because it's it's here it's relevant and it's fun so i decided to do a quiz not about mario (laughs) Uh, but about Jurassic Park games, because my daughter liked the Jurassic Park game a lot. <laughs> and there's actually a lot of Jurassic Park oh, games. Oh, Lordy B is there. There's I actually, have yeah, some of them, yeah. and I don't think I like any of there's them. There's a lot of them, I found out on the Wikipedia page. I don't like page. any of them. <laughs> I don't think. I'm, tr- I'm stressing to think. So I've played some of these. Yep. Some of them are mysteries to me. I'm mm-hmm. sure that you'll be in the same boat. Okay. But this is 10 questions. Alrighty, Piggly, boy. piggly questions. No, no rhyme or reason to them. Um, but let's test your knowledge of Jurassic Park video games. Stacey. Alrighty, boy. Okay, thank you, John Williams. <laughs> All right. Um, question number one: True or false? In the Mega Drive version, this is this is a real softball, AC. Okay. In the Mega Drive version of Jurassic Park, you can play as either Doctor Alan Grant or a Velociraptor. True or false? True. Correct. That was kind of cool. Back in the day, it was like, wow, I can be a baddie? I'm wow. pretty sure I have that game as mm-hmm. well. I'm that's one of the better ones. And that's a very mediocre game. It is. So you know where we're headed. This is a yes. solid 7 out of 10, that one. And it only 6. gets... 6.5, I yeah. think I would rate that game. only gets game. worse <laughs> from there. Okay, number two. True or false? In the Master System and Game Gear port of that very same Mega Drive game, no. you can't play as the Velociraptor. Uh, true. Correct. <laughs> yeah, very big, very big disappointment for young Rob. He wanted to kill people as a Velociraptor. That was my, my life's ambition. I wanted to murder a man. Eat Which him. is why you go out in that's in, why, the, in the city dressed as a lizard these days. That's why, but, that's, yeah. that's why I murder and cannibalize my victims now. Question number three. True or false? At the end of the PlayStation game, The Lost World, colon, Jurassic Park, if you have collected all the hidden items, famed Hollywood superstar Jeff Goldblum makes a cameo appearance in a secret ending FMV. False. That is, in fact, true. What? Yes, and what they he got-, got Jeff Goldblum. Yes. To- Ooh. But only if you get all the secret hidden DNA items or something. And then apparently, what he tells you is he congratulates you, but then tells you to maybe go outside and do something else. <laughs> Which is great. Okay, that does sound like him. <laughs> like, if, if you told me that that's what he said, I'd probably go, yeah, that sounds like That sounds that like, sounds like, like That's ad-libbed, I yeah. bet. Um. <laughs> like, we need, we need you for 10 seconds. And he goes, oh, yeah, congratulations. You got all my DNA. I mean, your DNA. I mean, like, I put it back in your pants, Jeff. Okay, all the DNA. Go outside and do something. He's Someone. A, he's a wonderfully weird man, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, question four. In the same game, that's the same one I just mentioned, the PlayStation yeah. game, mm-hmm. The Lost World, Colin Jurassic Park. Yeah. You have five characters to choose from. Two are humans and three are dinosaurs. I want you to name the three dinosaurs you can play as. Um, Velociraptor. Correct. That's one. Tyrannosaurus. That's two. Now bring it home for the big three. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> what, are, what are the dinosaurs do we even fucking know? Triceratops. No, no, no. It, it, this one will trip you up. And I'm not sure I'm even going to pronounce this right. Yep. Compsognathus. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Compsognathus. <laughs> The okay. Compsognathus. I don't even want apparently, that point. You can have that point. I'm not apparently, gonna... it's like a small scavenging dinosaur. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. 
Question number five, AC. I know you know why I know that because my daughter's books about dinosaurs have a compsognathus in it. <laughs> I bet I'm pronouncing that wrong, but anyway, I'm not. I'm no paleontologist, AC. I'm just a guy what likes Jurassic Park. Question five: True or false? They made a dinosaur fighting game about Jurassic Park. True. That's right. It's true. It's called Warpath, and it's on the PlayStation. I remember it was very derivative of Turok at the time. Yeah, that's right. I and believe. it's funny because it's actually not that crazy an idea because there were <clears> games <throat> like Primal Rage. If you remember Primal Rage, oh, you, 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 you could just be had, like a Rob. I was having a perfectly nice night with you. You know, you know, we were having a couple of drinks. We were talking about <laughs> video games, and you had to go mention Primal Rage. You ruined my evening. Thank you very much. <laughs> you can be a dinosaur in that one. You, you can be a lot be a, of things in that you game. You can be a gorilla as well. Oh, it's a terrible fighting game. Yeah, I've, I've yep. played that game a bunch. Question six, eight, six. You look like the kind of guy who did. It's actually better than Street Fighter. I never said that. I never said that. Question six. I would literally toss you out of my house if you did insist on that. In some ways. No, no. Um, <laughs> question number six. True or false? They made a game based on Jurassic Park 3 that includes a pack-in barcode scanner peripheral. <sighs> for what system? Uh, this is for PC. False. It's actually true. It was called Scan Command Colon Jurassic Park. No, I'll tell you where my colon is. <laughs> it was developed by a... a How developer. can you have a... <laughs> it was a barcode scan. A, par- a barcode... Did this... I'm trying to think how you would even hook that up to a computer I know, at the time. it's so stupid. Because USB wasn't super... Yeah, apparently it was a fighting game and then it's like you... like a parallel port or something? You scan the barcodes and you get, like, unlocks or something. It's bizarre to me. Anyway. Okay. Question All right. No- so it was developed by a studio called Knowledge Adventure, which is a great... Oh, uh, okay. Oh, no. Okay. They make Don't- learning fun. Yep. Okay. No. <laughs> if you said that was edutainment, then it would have gone, yeah, fuck that. Would- someone would have well, done it's edutainment in the sense that it's preparing you for your career in Woolworths. <laughs> Question number seven, AC. <laughs> True or false? Um, a year later, Knowledge Adventure released a car- a game called, sorry, a game called Jurassic Park colon Dinosaur Battles, which is basically the same thing, but without the barcode scanner. True or false? True. Correct. <laughs> game probably did a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck on how the barcode scanner connected to your PC. <laughs> no, right? They probably, because it was like ni- the 90s, it probably would have been like one of those weird, like ones with the pins. It wouldn't have even yeah, been USB. A it parallel like, port. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, USB was a thing then, but not when not, PCs had them. It wasn't as universal as it is now. <laughs> no, no, that serial bus of that universe. <laughs> question eight. I think we're up to question eight. Yes, question eight. All right. Um, okay, this is not true or false. Okay. This is a normal question. I'm with you. A theme park sim style game seems a no-brainer for this franchise, right? Yeah. But it actually took until, until 2001 for one to get released. Which is only, like, literally eight years after the original Jurassic Park was released, so... <laughs> yeah, that's right. So it took them a little while. Not really. Uh, which platform? Eight years is a pretty long, pretty long lead. Yeah, uh, back then, I guess it was. Theme park was around. They should have got onto this earlier. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, it's a minor complaint, but I want yeah. you to tell me. I want you to tell me yeah. of these three possibilities. Which mm. one do you think it came out first on? Okay. Home consoles, mm. PC, mm. or handheld. Handheld. Correct, because that's the dumbest answer. <laughs> yes, it was correct. Uh, handheld. The game was called Jurassic Park Three Park Builder. And it was released on the Game Boy Advance in 2001. You know what? I, I, I was worried that you were going to ask me that. And my guess would have been Game Boy Advance. Because mm. everything came out on the Game Boy. Either that or the Game.com. 
by they Tiger. Have, they just had a big guy like Nintendo Studios with like a, a big like black and white checkered flag. He's just waving every game idea through. Like, come on through. I, I imagine more like a gets crank. A like he's just cranking every <laughs> game out. Look. The, the GBA is one of my favorite consoles of yeah. all time, but Jesus, goddamn Christ! The library that thing. was a bit bloated. Oh, yeah. well, the, there was a lot of licensed games on that. Is all <laughs> I'm going to say. All right, question number nine, AC. Yep. Okay, I'm listening. I'm just going to the bathroom. How many Lego games? This is like the Lego, the, the fabled Lego franchise. Yep. How many Lego games have been based around the Jurassic Park franchise? Uh, just say a number. How many do you think? Five. One. Just one. That's Just a one? remarkable restraint for the Lego people. Was that Jurassic World? Yes, so Jurassic World okay. 2015. Yep. Right. Uh, last question. Multiple choice. I have not saved for the best for last. I want you to know this. Uh, okay, good. This is just not a particularly good question, but here we are anyway. Multiple choice. Which of these came out in August of this year? Which of these? A very recent drop from the Jurassic Park Fam. Uh, I can't believe I said fam. Uh, a. A DLC pack for Minecraft with Jurassic World Hang on, so this, this is this is something that's come out in 2020. Yes, it came out like last, two months ago. Okay. Was it A. A DLC pack for Minecraft with Jurassic World themed assets. Okay. B. A VR game for Oculus Rift called Jurassic World Aftermath. Or mm-hmm. C. A mobile based collectible card game called Jurassic World Card Captors. I'm going to go the VR. In fact, it was the DLC pack for Minecraft. So five years after that movie came out, apparently the Minecraft audience itching for Jurassic World themed assets. wanted more. They want to shoot a Velociraptor. Okay. Much much like my daughter. And I say more power to her. So that's the 10 questions. I think we broke even there. I think we did. Five to five. I did a lot better than I thought I was going to (laughs) do. I genuinely knew some of that. And that genuinely scares me. I was worried that you were going to ask questions. Mm. about the Sega CD uh, Sega CD version no. of that game I would like to forget that game <laughs> I, I own I own that game and I have played it for a very short amount of time <laughs> I'm glad you did not ask me any questions about it because it is not I don't even know if you can call it a game it's kind of like a point and click fuck you <laughs> like point click nothing happens fuck you you're, you're out you're off it's you not go. a good game <laughs> quotation marks well 5 out of 10 clever girl and now I see you can read the copy. <laughs> I don't have the don't copy have anymore. A piece of paper with notes written copy. on it. I'll read the copy from my mind. Oh no! Okay. We hope you've enjoyed listening to the Game Life Balance Australia, the Australian edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. You can find us on the web at www.gamelifebalanceaustralia.com. That's a very long URL, but on the other hand, screw you. You can also, if you want, mourn at the graveside. You can join the graveside vigil for uh, the American show, <laughs> American Friends. I think they're dead. At gamelifebalance.us. Or at least the election's going to kill them one way or the look, other. Look, yes, <laughs> if, if nothing else, take, if COVID doesn't take them out, then the Trump-Biden debates probably have, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, go and, you know, I don't know, shed a tear at the grave of Game Life Balance US. Um, and if you're also on the, if you happen to be on the internet and have a smartphone or something, if you're one of those people, then why Users. haven't you reviewed our podcast and given it five stars yet? I why? Think everyone who possibly could have reviewed us has reviewed us. I think it's just the algorithm was trying to keep us down, AC. I think it's the trying, man. Trying to, trying to keep Whitey down. Big man <laughs> Apple. <laughs> trying to keep the... <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs>
<laughs> yes. Oh, there's Twitter as well. So Boy, can, are you done. You can follow AC on Twitter and don't follow me. Yeah, that's probably actually <laughs> to the best. Hey, that prod tally. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, like, I printed out enough run sheets to get us to 100 episodes. <laughs> and then after that, it was like, who cares? <laughs> so now we're just, we're just going to, like, ad lib the copy at the end of the episode. That's probably more fun. And, like, because people were probably... The, 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 the few people who still listen to us after mm-hmm. 100 episodes, over 100 episodes... Yeah. Are uh, probably used to what we're going to say at the copy, and I don't yeah. think I don't think we're going to capture any more viewers. People aren't going to look at wow, a hundred episodes of Game Life Balance Australia, something I've never heard of. I got to get on board this ship. Yeah, this is the right time for me to jump on board. Yeah, this is basically for like <laughs> friends of ours, yeah, and and like ra- a few random listeners around the globe to mm-hmm. like kind of check in on us. We're big in Somalia. I'm just I don't know I don't know if that's true. I just like the, the fact that we have copyrighted Game Life Balance mm. at the very least yeah. because, like, you can't take that away from us. Can't. Well, we'll sue you. We could actually do that, yeah. Yeah, we could. We could. I know lawyers. You do. <laughs> like Ben Woods. <laughs> ben of the show. <laughs> ben of the show. <laughs> Super lawyer. <laughs>